Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. My name is Nicole, and I am in the mood for Frosted Flakes cereal. Not sponsored. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Welcome. Sorry about that. I wanted to try something new. I wanted to switch it up a little bit for you guys. Now, listen, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just have like weird cravings randomly. No, I am not pregnant. Trust me. I am not pregnant. I'm on birth control called Nexplanon, which makes it quite impossible. Granted, there is still that 1% chance. However, it's not that. I think it's the birth control that makes me have weird cravings. Not that Frosted Flakes cereal is a weird craving, but I don't crave cereal like ever. I honestly can't even remember the last time I had cereal. So ignore that. I thought it was funny. It just kind of came out. We'll just rock with it. But on today's episode, I wanted to tell you a funny story. Now, I think it's funny. I can definitely laugh about it now. At the time, it was not funny. But I want to tell you about the time that I had the worst date. Guys, it was the worst fucking date I had ever had. Okay? And it was with a ex-reality TV star. Now, let me explain, because when I say ex-reality TV star, it's kind of a loose term. Um, when you say reality TV star, you're thinking Laguna Beach, The Hills, Jersey Shore, Siesta Key, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, The Real World, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, what have you, whatever the fuck rocks your boat. Was he on reality TV show? Technically, yeah. But was he on any of those kinds of reality shows? No, he was not. He was actually in a game show, but he won the game show. So he kind of has some credibility, right? Well, it was a setup of a date. Let me explain. So back in 2016, I was single and I just wanted to date. I didn't give a fuck who it was with. To be honest with you, it's not that I didn't have standards. I was just so heartbroken with the guy that I dated previously that it didn't matter what kind of resume the guy had, anything that meant distracting my feelings from thinking of my ex is what I gravitated towards. So I went on dates left and right. Was I hooking up with these people? Absolutely not. That is disgusting. But... If somebody were like, hey, Nicole, want to grab a drink? I'd be like, sure. Why the fuck not? So at the time I was working at this restaurant and this girl that I worked with knew a lot of people. She just, I don't know how, but she just knew a lot of people. And she randomly goes up to me and she goes, Nicole, I have somebody great for you. I think you'd really hit it off with this guy. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. And she was like, yes. 
He just moved here from LA. He's from Florida, but he just moved back to Winter Park for a change of pace. He's an executive chef. He just got a job in Winter Park, which if you're not from Orlando, you would know that Winter Park is an actually really nice area. And in this area is a lot of old money, but it's beautiful houses, awesome restaurants, and just a really nice neighborhood. So if you say you live in Winter Park or or even from Winter Park, you're automatically like viewed as someone with money and who just has a great or just, you know, it's just a nice neighborhood amongst a lot of nice neighborhoods in Orlando. You still got Windermere, Dr. Phillips, Celebration, you know, the Baldwin Park, like there's a lot of other areas, but Warner Park kind of holds that same caliber, like that standard of like nice areas. And so when she was kind of like, dropping this you know like oh yeah this guy's from this place and he lives here and he also got a job here it was kind of like oh shit okay this is actually a pretty decent guy like he sounds like a decent person so I was like kind of intrigued I was like oh okay cool so she kind of gave me like a little bit of a rundown she was like yeah he's an executive chef he's like 32 right up your alley he's really cute here's his Facebook I already brought him up to you all you have to do is reach out. Half the work's already done. You're good to go. I was like, shit. Okay, girl. Thank you. Let me take it from here. So I hit him up through uh, Instagram. No. I hit him up through Facebook and we started texting. And well, we started DMing and then eventually went on to texting. And he was very cute. Dark hair, dark beard, tattoos on both arms. Very cute. I was like, wow like never dated a guy that looked like this I was so excited we started texting and everything's great and <laughs> as good things go he started to kind of really open up about his background and admits to me that he has a kid now I don't want to sound like a piece of shit but I don't date guys with kids I don't want to get too far into it but the bottom line is I don't date guys with kids. I think that's baggage I'm not ready to deal with. And I know that sounds kind of mean because I'm not saying that people with kids have baggage, but I just didn't see myself at the time. I was 23. I didn't see myself committing to anything, especially committing to dating a person with a child because that was something I just wasn't ready for at the time, still now to this day. And so when he told me that he had a kid, I was like, okay, this is a little weird because I immediately don't feel interested anymore. It was almost like a switch and I became a little distant. Now, I know he kind of sensed it because he called me out on it and he was like, I feel like you got a little distant the moment I told you I had kids or not kids, a kid. And I was like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to waste your time, but I don't date guys with kids because I'm not really ready to take on that role. I don't know what your intentions are. I don't want to waste your time, but this is just my mindset and I'm really sorry. I could tell he didn't really like that. So he was just kind of like, wow, that's kind of judgmental for you to like, you know, just shut down a guy based on, you know, him having kids. Like that's kind of unfair. Uh, you would really miss out on getting to know a great guy just because he has a kid. And I didn't really like the way he like manipulated me into convincing me otherwise. But I guess like in the perspective, I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. 
maybe I shouldn't hold back from getting to know an awesome person just because they have kids. Like, that's unfair. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. And he also kind of like reassured me that his kid still lived with its mother. Now, the reason why I'm like using binary pronouns is not because I follow that trend at the moment. Don't come for me. It's only because I don't want to release too much private information over this person. Um, just for like privacy reasons. Um, so I'm not going to say the gender of the child of this person. Um, but he was like, you know, whatever. This kid lives with its mother and it won't get in the way of our dating situation. And I only see my child once a year over the summer. Like, at least for right now, it's not going to get in the way. It shouldn't be an issue. So at the time, I was like, you know what? you're right. I'm sorry for thinking or, you know, looking too much into it, whatever. Let's move on. So we continued to start texting. And then eventually we decided to, you know, <laughs> go on our first date. So we decided to go to this restaurant called Rocco's Tacos, which is a restaurant in Dr. Phillips, which is another nice area. It's more closer to the more touristy areas of Orlando because it's right by Universal Studios. But this restaurant is actually really fun. They have an awesome DJ, great happy hour. The ambiance is beautiful. And it's a safe place to go for like a first date, a girl's night out. If you're like single and wanting to get some action or some like, you know, male attention. Like it's just a great spot. It's like a safe place to choose for all of those occasions. So we chose this place and I was really looking forward to it. Now, we set the date, we're headed to it. So on the day of the date, I ran about 10 minutes late. Now, I'm not the best at time management, okay? I'm not saying I'm always late, but I'm rarely ever on time. And to be fair, for it to be a first date, I was late because I was nervous. It was the first date, okay? I changed my outfit three different times. I reconsidered how to do my hair. Like, you know, it's a first fucking date. I was 10 minutes. 10 minutes is not that long. But whatever, I was 10 minutes late. I arrive. He has his drink at the booth. I give him a quick hug. I sit at the table. I'm looking at the menu. The server comes by, gets me a water. We're doing the little small talk. I order my drink. We're talking. I get my drink. And all of a sudden, his entree hits the table. <clears throat> yes, my friends, you heard that right. His entree hit the table. Seems like homeboy ordered his food before I arrived. Now, there's a reason to this, but we're going to get to that in a little bit. But at the moment, I literally looked at that and I was like, I looked back up at him and I'm like, oh, you ordered your food. He was like, yeah, well, I mean, you were late, so I wasn't sure how long you were going to be, and I'm hungry, so I just ordered my food. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. That's great. Okay, yeah. I mean, the fuck? But okay. <laughs> so I continue to look at the menu. I quickly order. And whatever. I kind of look at it as a silver lining. Like, you know what? This is great. 
He can eat his food while I talk. So by the time I get my food, I can eat my food and then he can talk, right? This is me being 23 and just trying to see the bright side of things. I'm not saying I am so picky now that I would literally walk away from the date, but that would have been just a major red flag for me. Like, buddy, I was 10 minutes late. Order a fucking appetizer if you're starving. Or just, you know, like, or if you're on a time schedule, like, that's fine too. But he didn't tell me shit. All I knew was that we were having, like, we were having dinner, like, we were having our date at 7.30. I showed up at 7.40, literally 10 minutes. And next thing I know, this kid fucking ordered his food. Like, I don't, I shouldn't even have to defend myself. In any circumstance, this is fucking weird. Why would you order your food so fast? Like, what? Are you that impatient? Whatever. Ironic coming from a person with a kid, but okay, let's not go there. Anyway, continuing. So we start talking and we bring up, you know, him being on this game show. Now, in LA, he was on a game show called Guy's Groceries. Now, if you're not familiar with Guy's Groceries, Guy's Groceries is hosted by this TV Food Network personnel called Guy Fieri, who is known for Guy Chicken, Guy Burgers, Divers, Dine-Ins, and Diners, Divins, Diners, and Dine-Ins. It's like a Food Network show that he has. He's like the chunky guy with the blonde, spiky hair. He's awesome. I fucking love all of his shows, and I love his food. Guy Chicken is actually at Disney Springs. I went on a carnival cruise. And Guy's Burgers was on the cruise line, and I must have had his burger every single day. I love his seasoned fries. I am truly a fan of Guy Fieri. I actually like him a lot. I love his donkey sauce. I love his curry sauce. He's awesome. Gordon Ramsay, I love you more. I know you don't really like Guy Fieri, but just, I'm just, whatever. Let's continue. Point is, he's awesome. But at the time, I wasn't really familiar with his work. And he had a show called Guy's Groceries, which is which was a game show pretty much based on four chefs from around the from around the country that would compete in a food competition based on the ingredients they would have to get from this grocery store. And they would be judged by other chefs based on the Food Network channel that would pretty much rate the different recipes that these chefs would create. And at the very end. The winner would win an amount of, like, a set amount of money. He was on the show, and he won, and that's that's what it was. So we started talking a little bit about that. So I brought it up within conversation. I was like, oh, you know, so, you know, our friend, our mutual friend, I don't want to say any names, you know, she told me that you were on this show. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. And he was like, yeah, like, did you watch the show? Did you watch the episode? And I'm like, no, I didn't get a chance to. And he literally like gave me this disgusted look and was like, you didn't? Well, why not? And I was like, well, I don't have cable. I have Netflix and I don't know what season or episode you're on. And he's like, well, you could have just downloaded the episode. Like, okay, narcissist. Well, I didn't fucking know what episode or season you were on. Want to forward me the fucking link? Like, if it's that important? Like, I didn't realize I needed to do fucking research on you before having this date. I didn't say all those things, but I was like, oh, well, I didn't know where to find it. And he was like, oh, I'm sure you could find it on Google. Okay. 
like already I was starting to feel kind of uncomfortable, but I'm like, okay, whatever. So then I started to continue the conversation and I'm like, well, well, so you won, like how much did you win? And he's like, I won $10,000. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, it was pretty cool. And I was like, wow, well, what did you do with the money after you won, you know, after you won the competition? Sorry, I had to get a little wine break. So I was like, what did you win? I was like, what did you do with the money? And he was like, oh, I bought a bunch of cocaine and I flipped it. Um, I'm sorry, what? You did what? He was like, yeah, I bought $10,000 worth of cocaine and I just resold it and I make double the money afterwards. Hmm. Wow. Um, okay, cool. Keep in mind, at 23, I wasn't really, like, aware of drug dealers or what that even meant. Like, it was just hard for me to register that. So I was like, huh, interesting. How did you sell it? And he was like, well, this is how, this was his master plan. Because of the show, he gained, you know, some publicity from it and got a job as a personal chef. For these large parties so the way he explained it to me so in LA there was like a community right of like five mega mansions that would host like these very high profile luxury parties and in a clubhouse far in between he would cook these big platters almost like catering style to these parties and he would use the staff that would serve the food he would cook to sell the cocaine that he bought and that's how he made his money and I'm like at this point of the date I've already decided in my mind he's not my future husband I don't really fucking like him anymore he's disgusting to me not because of the cocaine part but just because of all of the other little red flags I've already accumulated from this point on that now just hearing him talk became a movie I just wanted to know based on entertainment. So I was like, oh my God. So, whoa. So you did that. That's crazy. He was like, yeah. He started name dropping celebrities that he's met that are complete cokeheads. Okay. That part I am not going to release. If you really want to know, hit your girl up. But otherwise, I am not publicizing that on my podcast because I have faith in my podcast and I don't want such celebrity listening in and being like, this fucking bitch. (laughs) Guys, I'm manifesting. Leave me alone. So he just started name dropping. He started just saying like, yeah, like, um, you know what? At the end of the day, he also could have been lying. You know, let's be real. I don't fucking know. I believed him because it kind of sounded realistic. Like, I mean, you get publicity based on this game show. You buy a bunch of cocaine, you're flipping it, you're using your staff to sell it through these luxury, high-caliber parties, high-profile parties. I mean, we'd be all naive to not think that these high-profile people don't do cocaine. Like, come on. Come on. Like, we're adults here. We know the situation. So anyway, so he starts just going on a tangent about all of that experience. He starts saying how, like... Eventually, he started making so much money that he didn't have to cook anymore, and he was just, like, selling that in general. He said him and his friend were, like, living this crazy lifestyle. He was like, yeah, I was. I started dating, like, this little Asian girl, which made me really uncomfortable because it's like, 
okay. And he was like, and my friend was like dating this porn star. And we would go to Vegas every weekend and get the high roller suite and just go fucking crazy. Just, you know, selling coke and making money. And now at this point of the day, I'm just like, are you like reliving this part of your life right in front of me? Because now I just feel weird. Like, are we here or are we now just going down a rabbit hole of your past? So then a part of me was just kind of like, okay, we need to bring it back home. Like, where are we going with this? So like, now I just feel weird at this point. So then I started bringing up like, okay, so like, how did you end up in Orlando? Because clearly all of that came to an end. If you're here now working in Winter Park, like now I want to know how you back, you ended up back here. So then he's like, oh, well, it's because I got locked up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you were in jail? And he was like, yeah, I got locked up because of the accident. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what accident? He's like, yeah, I got into a, I got into an accident. Um, he was like, apparently he was on his motorcycle. He was high, fucked up, drunk. And he was riding his motorcycle speeding. A cop was right behind him, about to pull him over. He said he knew that if the cop pulled him over and did like, you know, one of those sobriety tests, he was going to fail it and get locked up. So to avoid it, he decided to try and lose them. So he sped off. <laughs> he made a run for it. And by doing that led to two cops going after his ass. And he went through a neighborhood, got into a bad accident that caused him to get into or to get admitted to the ICU because of how bad the accident was. He was practically in a coma and hospitalized for three months. Once he healed, they most definitely put his ass in jail. I forgot for how long, but after that, he just could never get his feet back up because clearly everything ran out. He had no fucking money. The coke was gone, and he had no choice but to move back to Orlando. Back in with his parents. Forgot to mention that part. Guys, what the fuck was I on right now? Like, what kind of date was I on? <laughs> so then I'm just like, at this point, I'm done with my food. I'm holding on to my margarita. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, so what's, so what happened to your, your kid? Like, is your kid okay? Like, now in my mind, I'm just looking at this train wreck of a person. And I'm thinking, now I'm thinking about his kid. I'm just like, wait, where does your kid fit in all of this? He has the audacity to be like, oh, well, my baby mom's doesn't let me talk to my kid right now. She's a fucking bitch. Because she doesn't let me talk to my kid. I hate her. She, And I'm just like, homeboy. Look at your life. If I was a mother and my baby daddy had a train wreck of a life like his, I mean, no offense, but like you're com you're 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 coming nowhere near my kid. Like at that point, this this is my kid. I need to protect my kid from you. You're over here selling coke, living a crazy ass life, becoming a drug dealer. You're not even cooking. You win a bunch of money on a game show, and the first thing you do is buy drugs with it. What are you doing? What are you doing? And it's not for me to sit on a high horse, but like from a third person looking in on his perspective of the story, I can understand why maybe she wouldn't allow him to talk to his child. 
Now, I understand this is territory I am not allowed to have an opinion in because I am not a mother and I don't know both sides. I totally understand my place in all of this. But in this perspective, on this first date that I am having with this person, for him to tell me these things, I'm like judging the fuck out of him. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, who? What the fuck? Like, homeboy, you were out of your mind. So, oh my God. So, and like, and even like, if it wasn't for all of the things he said before, the fact that you're even talking shit about your baby mama right in front of me is not a good look. Because at the end of the day, you chose her to be the mother of your child. And it seems like she's taken the full responsibility of your child. Be nice. Be nice. Okay? Anyway. And this is just stemming from my mom, my sister, and all, and like some of my friends being single moms. Like, don't do that. I don't stand by that. I don't give a fuck if your baby mama's crazy. There's definitely a reason why she's like that. Okay? You're not innocent. That's all I got to say about that bottom line. So back to the story. So once he mentioned that, I was just like, okay, what the fuck? Like, I hate you now. Like, you are no longer cute. You're gross. You're a mess. I'm 23. You're like 32. And this is, why do I feel like my life is more put together than you? Like, this is what it is. Anyway, so we're like kind of talking and all of a sudden this guy looks to the side and he's like he's like all oh, my friends are here and I'm like oh, your friends are here he's like yeah they're at the bar and in my mind I'm thinking oh your friends are here at the bar like we're gonna go drink with them and he's like no 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 they're here to come pick me up um to come pick you up you didn't drive here he's like no I didn't drive here I just told you I got a, I got into an accident like I was in the ICU I don't have my license I was in jail for a DUI I don't have my license I'm sorry what your friends your friends gave you a ride here he's like yeah that's why I ordered so fast because I had to be finished at the same time that they were finished uh oh uh, oh okay so your friend and I and I look and it's like a friend who has a wife. And it's like, I guess they had a date. And it's like they dropped him off at our date, went and had their date. And now that they're done with their date, now they're just sitting at the bar waiting to come pick his pick him up to take him home. Bro, I felt like mom and dad was sitting at the bar waiting for their little son to be done with their with his little date. I was so fucking embarrassed and the guy had the audacity to want to walk me to my car like bro no like you are a grown man like this is embarrassing like I would have rather you uber to our date and not have your fucking married couple friend grinning at us and smiling at us like as if they're watching their little boy you know with his little girlfriend and I was like, oh, my God, like, just get me the fuck out of here. Get me the fuck out of here. So I leave the restaurant. 
he's like trying to walk me to my car and I'm literally like, it's fine. I got it from here. And he's like, no, no, no. But like, let me walk you. And I'm like, he's like, it's not a big deal. And I'm just like, oh my God, the fuck. And the thing is like the girl that set me up with this date, I just couldn't wait to fucking call her and curse her the fuck out. Cause I'm just like, bitch, what kind of, of a quality of a person do you think I am to set me up with a train wreck like this person? Like, no offense. But, like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? So, whatever. Gave a quick little hug. Practically ran to my car. The bitch didn't pick up the phone when I called her. But I definitely saw her at work the next day. And I go up to her and I'm like, bitch, what the fuck were you thinking setting me up with this guy? And I literally tell her the entire story. And as I'm telling her the story, she is literally cracking up. Like, she found the whole thing to be hilarious. and. To be fair, I can look back and kind of like laugh and giggle because it is kind of funny. But at the moment, like imagine, like imagine being set up on a date with a guy and the way that like the person is sold to you. It's like executive chef, cute, early 30s, handsome, tattoos, beard, like, whoa, like, super like you you think like oh my god like put together and then you have a date and then you find out all this information about this person and you're just like what the fuck is happening (laughs) I literally and she was just like she told me straight up she was like look bitch like I knew him from a long time ago I ran into him saw him thought of you set the thing up but I have no idea what's going on in his life I don't even know him that well But to be fair, at the time, like I said before, I was just going on dates to distract myself from the heartbreak that I was feeling. And I guess she just figured, oh, this is a cool guy for her to have a date. And you know something? I don't regret the date because it obviously makes for a funny story. But oh my God, it was the worst date ever. (laughs) So listen, don't ever get blinded by a guy's credentials because it would follow up with some very disappointing facts. Like, how disappointing is that? You think like you're going on a date with a guy of like a certain caliber and you're just like, wow, he was on TV and he won and he got money and he made, he got a good job out of it and blah, 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 blah. Whatever idea you have stuck in your fucking mind or whatever fantasy you created after the fact, but clearly it doesn't always mean everything. But thank God for first dates, right? Oh, man. But that was the time I went on a date with a guy from a reality TV star. What? Am I the... No. What? The first time I went on a date with a reality TV star. And even like that, that's that's a loose term. So forgive me for clickbaiting you. Definitely a reality TV star from a game show or a game show contestant that won. Let's not give him too much credibility. But it is what it is. It makes for a good story. And I'll take it as that. (laughs) Well, I hope you enjoyed the story. I hope it didn't kill too many brain cells. Thank you for tuning in. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. And to keep in touch. And I'll see you next time. Bye.